Hello and welcome to Bampow TV, your weekly recap of all the weird stuff. We're here to talk about Swamp Thing. I don't like your tone Swamp about thing. my new cryptid boyfriend. Jessica Jones, who is back for her third and sadly final, final hurrah for now. Season. Jessica Jones is a rarely seen cryptid uh, known as the grouchy bourbon drinker. Monica? <gasps> I'm not grouchy, though. Only, Kurt. only, only when you're, <laughs> only when you're driving. Oh God, Kurt's our cryptid. Oh no, Kurt Every is a must cryptid. Have one Kurt is our cryptid. Oh, oh, oh! I'm gonna be quiet about. Ew, <laughs> David. Ew, Ew. Beatrice. Gross. That one you can keep to yourself. <laughs> okay, so let's jump right into Swamp Thing. We're talking about you're the first disgusting. two episodes, uh, titled. Wow. Pilot. <laughs> They're all titled They're pilot. They're always titled There's pilot. A, they do that. It's a thing. Pilot. And worlds apart. So we we open in the bayou of Louisiana. We absolutely do not open in the bayou of Louisiana. We open in the middle of an African country. Um, excuse me. No. We oh, it's on this... the boat with the kid oh, from Power yeah. Rangers. Yes. Ooh, weird flex, bro. Didn't nail it. Yeah, this is super awkward for you. Is it? Oh, yeah. I don't feel awkward. Yeah, you are very ashamed right now. Am I? Yes. Is this what ashamed feels like? <laughs> no. Monica never feels shame. Yeah. I don't I don't feel it. That's fair. I get embarrassed for about four seconds, and then I just laugh at myself because <laughs> that was dumb. I was talking with one of the, the kid at work who's leaving because he's going to college down um, out in Anaheim, uh, and he like, said to me, kind of quietly like i just hope i don't hate it and i said you know what it's only a short period of time and even if it sucks and you hate it and everything is terrible most things turn out to be at the very least a really funny story you can tell five years later mm-hmm. yeah it's true so no shame shame is not worth our time oh no no prop the proper way to experience shame is a lot of it in the moment and then think about it for the next two weeks every time you're trying to fall asleep. Oh, I mean, we all no. have regrets. I still, it hit periodically when I'm like quiet for a minute with shit I did that's horrible 15 years oh, yeah. ago. Oh, yeah. And I just go, fuck, why was I like that? But then like you move on and it's fine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I can't remember most good things, but I remember all the terrible oh, yeah. things. All, all the, it's the crux of humanity. things I said. Yeah. Like, pop out in my brain. Yeah, it's awful. Okay, anyway, Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. So, three the Bayou in, uh, of Louisiana. Yeah, so Sorry, strange. Kenneth. Uh, they're dropping unknown cases into the marsh and then are attacked and murdered by plants. God, hardcore murdered by yeah, plants. Like, ugh. Not like great a for them. spear, a plant spear through the chest. Right through little Billy's chest. Oh, Aww, little Billy. Poor Billy. A bit, bit later, down in Africa, for the second scene of the show. Are you Toto? I do enjoy blessing. I think rings. it was the uh, Republic of Congo. Yeah, exactly. I do remember that the, we a, title, a title card popped up and it gave a specific African country instead of just saying Africa. Africa. <laughs> Thank you, show, for not <laughs> being a racist. We are looking at you somewhere Josh on the Sweden. coast of Africa, off the coast. off the coast of Africa, which is Where? a billion miles long. <laughs> yeah, all of Africa is a coast. <laughs> Pretty much. Because it's like, it's one big continent. It's like this. Therefore, it's all coastline. Well, I mean, isn't every continent coastline technically? No. no. Because like the China, U.S. Yeah. Well, the U.S., the top of the top part of the U.S. is mostly Canada. It's, it's Canada, which is land. Okay, but that's one country. We're talking a continent. So North America yeah, the, is all coastline except for Panama, which technically is still a coastline. Why can't you just let me have my joke? No. Okay, fine. That, that was a very but good joke. Nobody, <laughs> nobody ever says off the coast of North America. No, because they're 
they're well, racist. No, because white people live in North America, so we have to give them There's more of a, a lot of jingoism. At least the top part. Top part mostly white people. Yeah, until you get like top top, and then it kind of wraps back around <laughs> to indigenous folk again. All right. Well, anyway, Canada's really shitty towards oh, soup shitty like, because my god, because they all come from colonial countries. Mm-hmm. That's why they're shitty. Really? Uh, French and British dickbags 400 years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It Much took- like ourselves. No offense, Canada. Canada had a serial killer that was preying on indigenous, indigenous women, women for a really long time. And they didn't do anything about it because who cares about your indigenous female population? Yes. Yeah. It's they're like just a, women. A twofer right there. Women and not white. Yeah. So it's fine. I just want like, can we just have 200 years of serial killers preying on white men? Look. Okay, but have like have you thought about trying to be a white man? Is it difficult? It's no, it's it's great. I would uh, recommend it. <laughs> okay, so here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna kill you and then I'm gonna wear your skin. Yes. That's all I've ever wanted is to be someone's skin suit. Yep. Okay, now Damn I don't even want to do it again. <laughs> Just like make sure you're looking me in the eyes while you're killing me. Yes. And like right as I'm passing across the veil. Okay, 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 we're done. Spit in my mouth. It's all- <laughs> I have to. I have to go <laughs> join a convent. I need to be away She's from here. Be a silent monk for the next ten years. Good job, Kenneth. It's it's just that natural effect I have on women. <laughs> to drive them away. Forever. That's why women make men into skin curtains. I just want to see the skin curtains. How did she hang them? I have like technical questions well if she's still alive you could write her a letter I fucking will not do that that yeah, sounds that's, terrifying dear that's Catherine Knight super weird talk Please. to me about can you draw me a diagram of your skin <laughs> curtains cool. I just get flagged by the FBI yeah. yes you're like well I'm on the list now alright that's fair okay anyway, anyway. god um, we're the worst on a Sunday yeah. morning this is hard so we've got a uh, Dr. Abby Arcane which is a dope name it's a comic book name. I wish my last name was Arcane. That's cool. Uh, she works for the CDC. She is a former resident of the town of... Marias? Marias. Yes, mm-hmm. thank you. Um, and she is sent back there because a little girl has fallen weirdly ill and to the point where, like, CDC needs to go check it out. She's spitting out black gunk into her hand. Well, it's not just a little girl. It's, like, a very large portion of the town's population has come down with this same thing. The CDC wouldn't go for one girl. They're going because... It's an a outbreak. Lot. It's an outbreak. That's why they're there. They, there was like four people when she got there. Well, the the focus is on the girl because <laughs> audiences will care the most about, about a young white girl. Yeah. Yes. Well, and she was also the the progenitor of it, right? right? Mm-hmm. She's yeah. Well, uh, well, the first one With outside her of her dad because yeah. her dad's already dead. They don't. Just well, don't but know they that. they don't know. That. Right. It's right, the right. first one they're aware. They've of. seen. Yeah. But yeah, there are a bunch of other people in there. We just don't see them, and then they quietly die. Yeah. Womp womp. Um. She meets up with uh, Banana Pants scientist Alec Holland. Alec. And his fucking flip-flops. <laughs> Gross. Love those flip-flops, okay? We first met Alec, and the two of us looked at each other and went, are we supposed to like him? Because I don't think we like him. And then the more time we spent with Alec, I think we were like, oh, no, he's oh, great. Oh, <laughs> shoot. He's, he's weirdly endearing. Well, because like, we meet Alec, and he's just digging through hospital files and being an entitled dick. And he's like a white guy on a show and obviously he's going to be the romantic interest and it's just like boring and lame. Mm -hmm. And then like the next time we see him, she's out investigating the Mm -hmm. little girl's father's house with her like cop friend from high school and they like have guns on him 
And he has that cute moment where he's like, uh, have you looked over there? That way. And like, it's just her dad in the bathroom covered in tree roots that are still moving. Just like, this show is dead. This show is so disgusting and I love every second of it. it. Well, and also I think, um, the first time we meet Alec versus the first time we meet the cop friend, um, they, (laughs) the cop friend is so cute and sweet. And I'm like, why can't we just spend more time with him? This Alec guy seems like he sucks. Yeah, we were like, Alec is terrible. This guy's awesome. And you can tell this guy kind of likes Abby. And he's, like, tall and beautiful and a cop. Mm -hmm. So anyway, we take Dad. I'm I'm taking over. I'm sorry. I loved the show. We take Dad back to the morgue. And we're doing, like, science-y stuff. Because um, that's what she is, a scientist. Mm -hmm. And Alec wants, like, his blood or something. Because Mm -hmm. he showed her earlier that he found this weird yellow stuff in a sample of the swamp water. And he was like, I don't know what this is, but it doesn't belong. He thinks it's an accelerant. Right. And so they, uh, Abby, like, pulls a piece of the dead dad covered in vines and then gives it to Alec. And Alec drops, like, way too many drops. This man is supposed to be a scientist. And he puts, like, three drops. I think he keeps getting fired from houses. I'm saying he's he's not a good scientist. A bit cavalier? (laughs) Itty bitty. Um, so he puts three drops. You're, you're getting heated. I fucking love Sweater's this show. Coming Sweater's off. coming off. You need to be able to swing those arms oh, around. Oh, man. If she takes her earrings off next, I don't even know what's going to happen. <laughs> hair's coming down. Earrings go. No, hair's going up. Ear's coming off. Yeah. Earrings coming off. Anyway. Ear's coming down. I'm getting excited. So he puts the accelerant on the thing and like dad vine guy starts moving and the vines just like start growing and rip dad in half. And it was so gross. Dude, it, it was, was so gross. Oh my, so interesting the, so the, to watch this and Shield really close yeah, to each other. Yeah. Because it was pretty much like plant versus mineral. Right? Same effect. <laughs> so the, cause the, the vines rip him in half and the top part, which like, still stands has, up. still has a face. Yeah, his head's just kind of chilling like this there, jaw dangling. dangling. Plant <laughs> puppet that's just bouncing around. So gross. Like, so they are like panicking or whatever, Abby, because the plant's like coming for Abby. And then um, the baby girl had gotten out of bed because there's something going on with her and the plants are, like, connected or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she shows up in time to look through the morgue door and see half of her father and a plant, and she screams and passes out. And so Abby... As you do. As yeah, you as do. I would do. And I would like, probably also shit my pants. <laughs> yeah, there's just crap everywhere. Just, just all your bodily functions <laughs> give up. So Abby, obviously, she's a doctor. She wants to go help out the girl, but the plants being really, like aggressive about any of them moving and this is where i was like oh shit i like this alec guy alec makes he like throws something on the plant so it like catches he, fire he makes, like, he makes a bomb basically yeah, he makes a bomb oh which throws... people online were not happy about because it... oh because it wasn't it like rubbing alcohol and the bubbly one that doesn't hurt uh, and he like hydrogen peroxide yeah, yeah hydrogen peroxide and rubbing alcohol and he like taped them together or something they, well it's their, their problem was both of them are highly flammable, so you don't need. Both. There was no reason to use both of them. He just wanted to be really thorough. Yeah, it, it looked very cool. So he so like I'm fine with lights it. the plant thing on fire so that Abby has a minute to go find the girl, and mm-hmm. then instead of running and leaving this thing on fire, Alec gets a fire extinguisher and puts it out. And yeah, I was like, "We're oh, responsible." Oh no! Because right? like we're we the, like him. We're the basement of a hospital. We can't have this place yeah, burning we down. Can't have the yeah. So I was like, in that moment, I was like, "Shit, he's like a good person, and I like him." It was super fun. Yeah, the show is so gross. It's great. I love it. I don't remember what else happened. You had to take over. That was just my favorite. Okay. Um, 
blah blah blah. They they go back to the marsh to his weird like swamp house. Oh, and the the, the the strange man invites Abby out to go investigating in the swamp, and she just follows she him. She just says yes, as you do. I'm like, you're a terrible scientist. You're both terrible scientists. That's um, fine. They're terrible we, together. <coughs> we we find out that he manipulated test results to yeah fire yeah better prove a theory that he, he had. had a theory. He proved it once, and he couldn't double it, so he lied about being able to reproduce it, and mm-hmm. then he got caught and he got fired. Yeah, uh, which you know fine. Like, I get that obviously you can't do that. And we don't know all of the circumstances right. and stuff. But I, I can empathize with that. Yeah. Sure. That if, if, you, if you know <laughs> that you're right and finishing this is going to, you know, help the, help world. the world. And if people, if people would just shut up and let me do the thing, maybe you fudge the results. I get that, it. That's I know also it's still the same, wrong. like, oh, just sprinkle some cocaine on him, Johnson, case closed type thing. Like, you, you should be <laughs> able to. Some ghost in the blood. Just do some cocaine about it. <laughs> What? <laughs> it's an old-timey doctor. Old-timey doctors. That was the best profession. You got some ghosts in your blood. <laughs> oh, man. I This reference did not land for it's me. It's like one of my favorite tweets of all time. It literally <laughs> is just that. Like, old West doctor. You got ghosts in your blood. Do some cocaine about it. Okay. Better, you, you've got a roving uh, uterus. Better just Here, go. Here's an orgasm from my sex yeah. machine. Oh. Oh old man, old-timey fucking machines. <laughs> I just worry about splinters. Just pervert doctors just, like, yeah. spitting one out for women all the oh. time. <laughs> it's fine. Let's focus back on swamp. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of dicks in this episode. I mean, hello. I'm thirsty. Um, so they're out in the swamp. Oh, uh, Abby reveals that ugh, she caused the death of her best friend. No, go fuck yourself. Your best friend probably committed suicide and you yeah. weren't able to stop her. That's not the same as killing someone. I understand carrying guilt, but get over your bad self. Well, and also slap that mom in her face. Oh my god, her mom. Well, it's also especially dramatic for Abby just to be like, "I murdered her. I killed a girl." And then she doesn't say anything else, and Alex (laughs) just like, "I'm sure you didn't. It's fine." And then like goes and does science stuff. Unless, unless the follow up to that is, "I stabbed her six times," which you did not. No, no. Okay, so she just ran into Abby's knife. Ran ran into my knife ten times. Oh my god. Squish. No. Cryptid boyfriends, not musicals. <laughs> musicals. Uh, everything's better. Oh my god, Swamp Thing musical. <gasps> Little plants waving in time to the music. I would love that. Yes, Swamp Thing musical. <laughs> you ruined this for me, and it's no longer enjoyable. I am but a swamp man <laughs> looking for swamp love. <laughs> Damn it! I have yet. Yeah, Monica's back in. <laughs> uh, so. This ends up Alex in the middle of Alec. No can, Alec in the middle of the night because no one can wait until daylight goes. God forbid for... you do anything when the fucking sun is yeah. up. Uh, he goes looking uh, for some of the cases that have been dropped into the swamp. He has a way of like finding them. He can like ping them. Yeah, somehow yeah, because they're setting out a little yeah. little signal. And he's it figured looks like. it out. Well, and they. I can't remember if this is this scene or when he and Abby. It must be when he and Abby are out there and they pull up to where the boat is yeah. that got toppled by the giant plant spear. Yeah, that was that was and before. I, I couldn't tell because it was too dark if Billy was still impaled there or if his body had fallen Billy down. Billy was still there. Was still there? He was still there. Gross. There. Mm-hmm. Soup's gross. Mm-hmm. Gross. Very unfortunate. So anyway, Alex out there by himself and I have a cute story for everyone. <laughs> Beatrice and I had done no research oh, on this okay. show. Yeah, yeah. And so we're like trying we both internally, without saying it to each other, had assumed that the swamp thing already existed, and that's what's powering all of these plants. Mm-hmm. So Alex out there digging up things, and then he like out of nowhere gets shot twice in the chest. Yeah, 
And we were like, what? Because, you know, we thought, oh, this is a romantic lead. This is the guy, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And then he rolls and falls into the water. And we both go, oh, he's the swamp thing. <laughs> like, That's so same great. moment. And we're like, oh, my God, we're so stupid. Because, like, at the beginning of the this first episode, like, you see the, the plants are already moving on their own yeah. and stuff. So I assumed I, that there yeah, was a consciousness thought, there already. I thought it already existed. just hadn't, like, found a, a human form. And when I went to look at the IMDb, IMDb page to see everybody's names, I saw that there's a there's this guy listed as playing Alec, and then there's another actor listed as playing Swamp Thing, uh-huh. and they're each listed for the same number of episodes. So I assumed different people. Yeah, and then we both just had this really dumb moment. Like we've watched television before, like we can usually pick stuff up pretty mm-hmm. quickly, and like ma- like I guessed who the bad guy was in Men in Black in the first five minutes. Oh, oh yeah, we yeah. all did. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. come on. And then, like, <laughs> just he gets shot, rolls into the dirty, accelerant-filled water, and both of us are like, oh, he's, he's hence the romance, because we they were, were already into each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was definitely a they're lesbians, Carol moment. Yes, or it was Harold. Harold. They're lesbians, Harold. It was one of those moments. Do you not know that reference? Oh, someone was like, it was like when Carol came out, they put up on Twitter or something, I was in Carol, and this... What's the movie about lesbians? Kate Blanchett and nope, uh, I don't know. Anyway, it's this movie about lesbians in the fifties. Okay, um, and so this woman is like watching it, and she overhears a couple behind her who are old. And at one point, the old woman just turns to her husband, and goes, "They're lesbians, Harold," and like that's a thing on the that's internet fantastic. now. So it was that moment we had this like, "Oh, we're dumb," and also he's Swamp Thing. He's Swamp Thing. Yep, that was fun because those plants are in him. Oh, oh my I god, say, that was the other thing. Can this I say show penetrated is, for this yes, one? Yeah, yes, they penetrated yes, you can. Yes, he's like bleeding in the swamp, oh, and then no. the, the tentacles went in uh, every single one of his orifices, no. including his new gunshot. Ones. And then they made new orifices to yeah, enter him with. I'm weirdly more okay with plants going through your temples than up through a gunshot wound. Oh. Why? Yeah, why is the, the gunshot wound so gross? But I tell you, that's the one that just makes me just go, yeah. oh. Because like. I actually can't explain this because it didn't bother me that much. The temple thing is more weird to me. That's already open. Well, I, don't, I think it's because oh. it's not supposed to be open. <laughs> Neither are your temples! Well, yeah, but it's it's being newly opened at the time. Okay. Uh, it's not pre This is all <laughs> novel. Let's move it's to all the next bad. episode. All bad. All right, bad. so episode two. Um, police are... Looking for Alec because he's dead now, yeah, quote-unquote. boat's still on fire. <laughs> it's oh, like, yeah, because it got also like crossbow dynamited, which yeah, is pretty cool. Like, who does that guy think he is? Deadshot? Come on. Some of them you can keep inside of your brain. <laughs> <laughs> um, Susie has a strange dream. Little, little girl, plant plant girl Susie uh, has a dream. Plant girl. Uh, that, it, like, Swamp Thing's, like, tearing parts of himself off, which is pretty gross. I'm not going to lie. And he did. He, like, yeah. was Swamp what? Thing, and then he, like, ripped half of his forearm out, and then, like, the top sides of his head Mm-hmm. And it was just a really horrible moment because Alec is aware and he just thinks he's like covered in plants. Yeah, so he's like, let me free my all. Oh, but oh, it turns it's out, just no, all the way Alec, down. you're all made plant. of plants. Ooh. <laughs> um, douchey mom goes and meets up with Madame Xanadu of Justice League Dark fame. Mm-hmm. And weird shit happens with her uh, dead daughter. Yeah, suddenly, like, she's having visions of her daughter dead and drowned so she's all wet and gross so whether this is like a haunting 
or if this is something she's conjured else. up the ghost of her daughter who's now trapped with her crazy mom. Yeah. Or if this is something else that's trying to connect to grieving mom and is taking the, uh, on the appearance yeah. of the dead daughter. I just like this kind of mom makes me really sad because she became a mom and then that's all that she was. Yeah. And she exists to be the mother of this child. Mm-hmm. And when you put that much pressure on a kid, it's not good. You need to exist for something more than that. Yeah. You know, you were, yeah, you were something else before. Like, even if it's like mom and wife, it's better than just mom, but mm. probably you should be mom, wife, and small business entrepreneur yeah. or mom, wife, and librarian. I don't know. Like, yeah. Pick a third thing. Like, I think, I think a lot of, of women who decide to be stay at home moms, they have some Something else they run a charity or right. they volunteer or they run an etsy shop or something. you have to do something for yourself That's- or like they get involved in the things that their children love but mm-hmm. then they do it for a lot of other people they don't only do it for their kids yeah hey man even if it's just book club as an excuse to drink chardonnay it's better than just being a mom because you gotta you have to still be you right? you were something before you gave birth to this thing mm-hmm. like don't this lose thing. that look i'm sorry I know what I said. Yeah, man. There's there's nothing wrong with being a mom. There's nothing wrong with being a stay at home mom. But like, be more than that. There's yeah. there's there's an element of self care there that you like. like Do when, something for you. Like when you're on a crashing plane, you have to put on your own air mask first. You have to look after yourself first because if you fall apart, you can't then raise your child. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so anyway, creepy mom. Um, it all goes terribly wrong. Madam Sanadu like ends up shoving her across the room. So she's got some sort of actual power for sure. Which is cool. Yeah. Um, we get, uh, who's it? Jason Woodrow, um, <coughs> weird plant bro and his wife show up to Avery's house, uh, old rich white dude. Who's like the town, old rich white dude. Um, and they, they get into a little tiff because we find out Woodrow was actually developing this accelerant for Avery in hopes of, causing the swamp to drain, get more land to develop, and um, get more nutrients from the trees and shit. Woodrow's mm-hmm. like, nah, I mean, it couldn't do this illness. That's got to be something else. It's probably not, but, you know, we'll find out. I did really like getting to see this scene where we figure out what this guy really wants, because when he got up and gave that whole speech about, I could have taken my money someplace else, but I love this town. Right. Of course, you just know that's horseshit. Mm. So I liked the explanation of, oh, no, no, I want to drain the swamp so that I can build more things and, you know, scour it for resources. Very yeah. like Lex Luthor original Superman movie. Yeah. Gonna <laughs> just make new land to develop. I also appreciated that the weird doctor made sure that his wife, who is also a fucking doctor, mm-hmm. got the respect she deserved. Yeah. That was yeah, nice. Yeah. Where he was like, I want to talk to you alone. You know, the missus can wait inside. And he's like, well, the missus is a doctor and she's here with me. So. Yeah, I dug that. I thought that was great. Even though they're all evil. It's fine. Yes. Still got to respect your ladies even when you're evil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. we don't. We don't know that the know doctor that is Woodrow evil. Is evil. Right. He even. just, he was just given the opportunity to do a thing that he yeah, thought would be do helpful. do some fun science. Mm-hmm. He's doing it for the wrong reasons, but it's mostly science. At this point, he's like neutral. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a science merc. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. We need more science marks. Science marks. That seems safe. Yeah. Um, Super safe. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So over on the other side, uh, Susie escapes from the hospital. She's trying to like make her way to Swamp Thing. Yeah, as who you is do. on guard in this hospital? This is the worst hospital. This is the second time she's gotten out of her bed with no one noticing. Yeah. Like she is hooked up to every machine known to man, but like where is the nurse coverage? Yeah, a little weird. A little weird. Um, so she stashes aboard a show, and I don't care about that. A police boat. Um, that is out looking for information about Alex's death. Uh, the patrol comes across two dudes who are doing something shady. They they kill the policeman. Um, well, the show wants us to think they killed the policeman, but that went through his jaw, and I don't know if he's dead. There's just a lot of blood. I'm pretty sure he's dead. Well, okay, the show told us that he died, but I don't really buy that getting a big old hook through your face would kill you. It's like when Electra died because she got shot in the shoulder. It's like that kind of bullshit. Because there's no, there's no arteries in your face. If it had gone through the neck, right. I would have bought that. Because there's lots of stuff there. Yeah. Anyway, the baby anyway, girl he's died. Dead. And there was so much so, fun. Yeah. And then, like, a bad guy was chasing her through the swamp. Because that's what you should do as a bad guy. Try to murder children. I guess it makes you a bad guy. Yeah. That's, a, like, textbook bad guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I did. I liked Because you, you have those two dudes, one of whom is just a dirtbag. Yeah. And the right. other one who is actively a psycho. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Dirtbag was, like, friends with that cop. And is yeah. like, oh, we're, gonna, we're just doing nothing bad here, officer. And then the other guy killed everybody. Because if all that if all that Dirtbag do it, is doing is, like, fishing at night when you shouldn't be and right. maybe dealing who weed, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. So then Alec, who is now in tune with the forest, hears the baby girl screaming and goes uh, investigating. Goes swamp thinging over. Mm-hmm. And then uh, just kind of impales the bad guy and then and uh, that quarters guy's him. Ass. He quarters him. Yeah. That was, was crazy. Goopy? <sighs> yeah. This gross. show is so gross. Yeah, it's great. I, I love, love it. it. <laughs> um, and then Abby comes across Susie hanging out with Swamp Thing. Is like, hey, Susie. Hey, Susie, let's, come, come over let's here, come over maybe. This like, way. no, this is Swamp Thing. We're friends. We're going to go get ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, the, as they're riding back on the boat to civilization ish, uh, Susie's like, oh, I think it's Alex. And Abby's like, Alex, what is wrong with Alex's you? Alex's body is what I was going to say. <laughs> yes. No, oh, Alex's body is gone. Alec. Honestly, Alec Baldwin. Alec Hardison. Go fuck yourself. Rude. You How jerks. Dare. I, also, I, I forgot will. about all of them. Oh, touche. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay. Ain't nobody else going to do it currently. <laughs> and uh, we close out with uh, Avery. Sad <laughs> Saddest, saddest flex. Self burn. <laughs> Self burn. Um, we we come across Maria, um, uh, Avery's wife, uh, laying laying in her daughter's bed again, and then it pans over and we see maybe dead drowned daughter laying there with her. Did we? Maybe a ghost. Maybe a some sort of corporeal Ghoul. manifestation. Yeah. yeah. Did we get confirmation in this episode on how the daughter died? I can't no. remember it. It was some. We got like a weird flashback with a bridge, right? There so was maybe a bridge. She, jumped she off was of standing it. on a bridge, and mm-hmm. it feels like she committed suicide. And Abby carries guilt because she couldn't stop her. Okay. Or I, maybe they got into a fight right before, and Abby thinks that's why she killed herself. But I tell you, it's probably mom. Yes, because mom was talking just just basically about her being dead. But I couldn't remember if there was a conversation where Abby gave more details no. about the circumstances. But I guess not. Yeah, yep. mom spent. 20 minutes guilting abby about moving on with her life and going to college yeah how how dare you look that is one of the honest and horrible things about death is Mm -hmm. that when you lose someone even if it's the most important person in the world 
the world keeps moving. Yeah. And so then your options are either to continue to move or to die. Right. You stagnate or you keep going. And you can't begrudge someone for continuing to live because they didn't die. As Brad Pitt says in World War Z, movement is life and grief is terrible, but you have to keep going. So basically, grief is the ocean and we're all sharks. Because you must move to die. You gotta keep swimming. It's true. That's actually also a really good analogy because that's what grief feels like more often than not. It's a thing you cannot shake off, you cannot get out of, and you cannot breathe in. You just have to learn to live in it. You have to learn to live in it. I think that's, I think that's honestly a really good metaphor for anybody dealing with anything chronic, whether it's a chronic mental illness or chronic pain. Mm -hmm. It's never something like you, you're never going to get out of that ocean. You have to figure out how to live in it. Right. Like a shark. You have to keep moving. Mm Mm-hmm. So Which it's Abby did, and Abby's uh, the mother did not. Yeah, because I can't. She a dead shark. I can't even imagine oh. how hard that must be to be a seventeen or eighteen year old girl, and your best friend is dead, mm-hmm. and you carry that guilt with you. How, man? Like, oh god, that yeah. I can't. I, that would be so hard. And so to have, and, and apparently it seems like she and those parents were really close. Yeah, and to lose them as well. Yeah, because well, I think it like it would be doubling down terrible to not only have it happen, but then have at least one of the parents heavily blame you. put blame you. the blame on you. Yeah, yeah, one of them blames you out loud, and then the other one doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. So that's like tacit agreement. Yeah. yeah. Okay, on that happy note, let's switch over to another uh, fun and joyous show, Jessica I Jones. I just want to talk about something. No. No. We can talk about something more next week. Yes. Okay, so legit, I'm going to say something here about Jessica Jones. I was not that stoked about starting up again, just because last season was such a fucking downer. Mm-hmm. And it was hard to watch and boring. And I hated most of it. This episode was killer. Yeah, it was very it was good. I loved solid. it. This was, a, this was like a good first season episode. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Jess is just back to kicking butt, taking names for Alias. And, um, you know, Kind of helping people out in her own uh... Jessica way. Yeah, she's she's a little more healthy. She's leaning into the superhero thing, even though she kind of still hates people in general because they're mm-hmm. all assholes. She's still friends with the kid downstairs, which is so cute and I think really good for her. Mm-hmm. And she's got a bomb ass new secretary who's great, and I love her. Yeah, she's given no fucks. No fucks. She's on the phone. Jessica comes in as a total dick, but she pours her a very large glass of bourbon. Oh, yeah. And in a water glass. In a water glass. Like, oh my god. She knows who Jessica is and then puts together, like, finishes, she gets her a list of people who need help and it's all mm-hmm. pro bono and she bought her a new couch and the couch is staying and it's five o'clock and I'm going home. And I'm like, I love you. Man, I, I really respect somebody with solid boundaries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know? a spine. She's mm-hmm. great. Love it. And then I like well, her. She's like, I, I'm leaving. I have plans. And the kid's like, oh, f- like superhero plans. She's like, no, I'm going to brunch. I'm getting my mimosa on. And I was mm-hmm. like, take me with you. Let me be your friend. I love that uh, Jessica also is just like, you know, I don't like her. And that's what I need. Right. Is someone who will actually be me. And, you know, I, I really like Malcolm. Full mm-hmm. stop. He rolled over a lot for Jessica. Yes. And I think yeah. that's, I think the reason this Secretary Admin in, what was her name? Did we? Did she get a name? I don't. Uh, Jessica so. never referred That's to her true. by yeah. name. She might be so, named in the credits. Um. So our new secretary friend, I think that she also doesn't really like Jessica. She likes what they do, mm-hmm. and she likes that Jessica probably won't ever fire her. And I think that she appreciates that she can be, you know, firm and say no 
because Jessica likes it. Like yeah. mm-hmm. Jessica may not like this person, but she likes someone who can stand up to her. She knows that she's a bully and she yeah. knows she needs someone who will say no. Yeah, for sure. Anyway, I think that was one of my favorite scenes of this whole episode. Well, I, I always enjoy when they bring in new faces yeah. to keep keep everything fresh, especially since Jessica spent the end of season two burning all of her bridges. Yeah. yeah. So, and you, you can't just be hanging out alone and sad in your apartment. Otherwise, then you're Daredevil. Well, and also what we've discovered through a lot of things is almost all shows work better with a group dynamic. Mm-hmm. Yes. Anytime you have your hero just sad by themselves, it's a nightmare scape and no one likes it. Mm-hmm. You, you know, Jessica needs people in her life to talk to and be horrible to. Yeah. <laughs> Aw. Um. What are you? You okay over there? Everything's fine. Okay. Crafty microphone. She just suddenly forgot how to microphone. <laughs> where how do, do? Where do mouth go? Um. <laughs> I don't need that like insight into your private life with your wife. How? Uh. Anyway, uh, we we get some uh, B side stuff with Malcolm. Um, working for Jerry Hogarth now. Um, he's doing some like kind of kind of scuzzy work, honestly. He's getting... supposed to be an investigator, but he's now a fixer. Yeah, which he does not he want. He's fixing drunk car accidents where people get hurt because yeah, of for a players. baseball player. Yeah, for the the sports folk. Um, he does yell at Jerry, and Jerry's like, "You're good at both." And I need you to just keep doing it. And I don't want to have this conversation. And when we're done, you'll have your own PI firm. Mm-hmm. Which legit, like, hey, man, this is actually a good skill to have. And you might hate it. But e- being a fixer is very high paying work. Sure. But you're also morally compromising yourself. And well, enabling... he fixed it at the end of the episode. <laughs> he did. did yes. He? Yes. That kid is no longer going to be driving drunk. I mean temporarily once he like yeah but he he's so injured they said on tv he's so injured that he's out for the season he may never play baseball again so that is a year of him like detoxing in a hospital trying to get better though he could just get high on oxy now but i mean at least if he does drive drunk again he's not a professional ball player anymore so no one will so no one will give a shit that's the other thing is if he Mm -hmm. does it again he'll actually be put like he'll get in trouble yeah um, so on the on the seaside, we've got a uh, Hogarth. Her ALS is flaring up more. She invites Jess over and is like, "Hey, I may need you to kill me at some point, but also you have to make it a surprise." No, so this and whole conversation no. was total bullshit. Yeah, and I'm on Fuck Jessica's side. You, Legitimately, if one of you asked me to kill you because you had this kind of thing and it was eventually going to get really bad, and you wanted me to just like do you a favor, I love you and I would do it. Yeah, but in a heartbeat. We can't but ask I'm not you to gonna, make like, it a surprise. Yeah, I'm That's not going to surprise murder, murder you. Yeah. You're going to have to tell me now is the time. Give me that thing. Because, like, then I wonder about the ethical question of, is a surprise killing a murder? Yeah, because, like, if you sign off consenting to it, saying, I, I agree that within these bounds, Monica can kill me at her discretion. Like... I don't know if that's going to hold up in court, man. <laughs> well, none of this is going to hold up in court is the problem. See, I'm honestly less concerned about the legal side than of the, like, moral side. Because I'm, I'm on the side of the table that that I think believes in an afterlife. Um, and I, like, I would definitely want to help. But if it's something that's going to, like, do my immortal soul, then I'm not doing it. That's true. You know, when you get to that feather scale thing... You, you don't want your heart weighing I feel it down. like this would not doom your immortal soul. You're doing a favor for a friend to ease their pain. Hey, cool motive. Still murder. 
Well, no, that, no, that's not, no, that's not the same. No, that's I know. I, d- I really just wanted no. to say that. If, cause if, if the, if the thing was, here's a gun, I want you to kill me right now, or I want you to give me these pills right now, and I'm consenting to this moment, if I felt like you really meant it, then I would do it, and I don't think that would be wrong. But if, but if, what Jerry is saying is, you know, pick a time, and I don't know where the line is there. Like, is a surprise killing then a murder? Is that wrong? You're still asked by and given consent by the person you are surprise killing. It, I, there's for something about it makes me feel weird. I don't I mean, care that's for it. Live your best life. Mm-hmm. I'm just mad at the whole like, don't be a fucking coward. Just do it yourself. Just do it yourself. Yeah. Number one. And if you feel like you can't do it yourself, that's fine. But I'm not gonna guess. You have to say to me, now is the time. Yeah. Or, or just go to I'm Oregon gonna guess and at they your have funeral. assisted suicide there anyway. What if you tell me this and then in two weeks you start feeling much better and your doctor tells you that there's an upswing yeah. and then I kill you. And I, right. I forget to tell you that in time before you spike then, my coke. At that point, then have I done a bad thing? Yeah. No, you still have her consent. You're not. It's not a bad thing. She's asked you to do this. She's given you permission. I'm. I don't believe in an afterlife, so I'm not worried about my immortal soul. <laughs> Actually, my morals are very strong. So, I know that. It's come from nothing, and we return to nothing. Yeah. Infinite. Nothingness. Oh, that's sad. Oh no, I love that. Same. Because then it just gives me this set One boundary, set to amount of time. Be good, basically, and I don't have to worry about. A sliding scale, I just live up to my own moral code and do the best that I can. Yeah, and it's not someone else's stupid rules that you had no hand in. It's your own shit. You're guided by your own conscience Mm -hmm. and your own ideas of what's right and wrong. And I think that is great. Also, infinity is kind of terrifying, and I don't know if I would want to live in an infinite afterlife. See, it's the flip for me. The, The finiteness is terrifying for me. The idea of eternity is comforting. I can definitely see where you're coming from on that mm-hmm. the the finite makes me feel alive like it, it it gives me purpose basically because then it's i only have this time to and yeah i don't even care about making my mark but just to yeah. make myself happy mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's weird i can see that i'm down for eternity if i was immortal but yeah. eternity oh, after man. death i'm like not here for well because i guess because we don't know i i, I don't really view my, the afterlife as like the classic you know clouds pearly gates uh-huh. all that stuff i assume Boring. it's more like different dimensions or it's different like cyberpunk forever. not like not like reincarnation where you just show up on the same earth over and over again but like more, maybe more like a video game where you ascend to a different level and things just that it becomes a different reality Okay, so last but not least, really, we have uh, Trisha's shitty mom showing up. Oh my god, she's the the shittiest. At Alias Inc. saying, hey, I haven't seen Trisha in a bit. She's not not answering my calls. And initially, Jess is like, nah, go fuck yourself. I don't like you. Why they were fighting again. But it's because Trish Trish killed her mom mom. and then Jess stopped the experiment. Yeah. Both good plans. Both definitely, I think, needed to be done. Uh, I, I can see how both of them would be frustrated about with it. the other yeah. still. Yeah. Especially the mom killing thing. Because it's one of those, like, it doesn't matter how justified it is. Like, you still killed my mom. You killed my mom, you know? Yeah. Stuff. So, um, yeah, initially, uh, Jess tells uh, Dorothy to go pound sand. I really enjoyed the moment in Trish's um, 
apartment where she did investigative work. We had a lot of investigations in this episode. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I feel like we lost that halfway through season one and for the entirety of season two. Yeah. It's nice that to we see didn't do back to repeat. Yeah, roots. cases and like figuring shit out. Cause her just like going through her Trisha stuff and going, Oh, she's educating herself. You know, like you can see her kind of like picking up and why she's good at this. She's an observer and she's smart. Mm-hmm. And I really, I enjoyed that. And I also got a very, lot of joy from her kicking the mom out of the apartment yeah uh yeah i love that she guessed trish's password on the first try Mm -hmm. and then they took forever to find those big ass chains in the middle of the apartment that was i was like are we not talking about these i i'm going i may have been asleep on the couch oh my god well there were i missed a bit of the middle of it they're not and they're not sexy times chains there was a staircase going up to the loft and on the staircase going up to the loft were huge like, I'm going to rip a tree stump out of the ground with my truck kind of chains. Hmm. Not sexy time chains. These like, are like teen wolf chains. Like teen wolf werewolf chains kind of a chain. And then they finally, like, notice them. Okay. It was okay. weird. I was and like, so, it took us too long to get here. This is the first thing I saw when we opened that door. So is she restraining herself because of the new powers or is she kidnapping bad guys? I think it's restraining herself because of the new powers because you don't bring bad guys home where you live. Yeah. To that, the, that's yeah. a terrible plan. Don't bring them to the lair. Yeah, so uh, she she tracks Trish down, or well, tracks the credit card somebody. Yeah, to this dude's house um, is watching him from across the street, and then a masked assailant breaks in, triggers an alarm. Dude goes to the safe to get a gun, and Jess is like, "Ah, crud!" Cannonballs through a window, pop, pop, pop. Turns out, oh shit, masked assailant is Trish, and she was trying to purposefully trigger the alarm so the dude would go for his gun so the safe would be open where a statue statue. linking him to an assault would be accessible right which is a very convoluted plan but you know i kind of like it and then trish is like go fuck yourself where have you been you haven't been here for me i'm doing my own vigilante thing now that was actually a really good conversation because trish basically said like you don't have to be a hero anymore i don't need it i'm gonna do it myself Mm -hmm. and that's been the crux of their relationship since season one is Trish thought Jessica was better than Jessica thought she was. Yeah. And that's been the biggest fight in their entire relationship. Well, it's it's interesting to me because there's there's two things at work here for Trish. Number one is the thing that she says, which is, I'm down to be a superhero. So you can ease off on the guilt. I'm doing it so you don't have to. Mm -hmm. I am doing this for you. But also, number two is that she's always been jealous of mm-hmm. Jessica's power. Oh, yeah. And but so not now, having her own. Yeah. And so now she gets to have that for herself. So there is both the selfish motivation and the selfless motivation. Yeah. And then we find out that dumb show that Jess is watching all the time is Trisha's stupid show, and it's horrible, and she has fallen so far, and I feel really bad for her. But she's on TV. Yeah. She's yeah. making money. Gotta get so paid. Because really now, especially Trish. for her, she probably just views the show as a means to funding Fund, her own vigilantism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. Yeah. And so uh, while watching the show, Jess starts uh, getting chatted up by this dude. We learn his name is Eric. Um, you don't care. Oh, you're, you're going to care. Uh, yeah. Do you know who this guy is? No. I, I assume he's the bad guy. Yeah. Is he? Damn it! We liked him toward the end. Yeah, well, bad He news. was very charming, and then when they were, like, making out, and the kid showed up, and she was like, I don't know, he might, like, come in here, and he goes, cool, I'll make us all hamburgers. I love that, that the man stopped halfway, like, he was about to get laid, and he went, no, it's cool, we can do this instead. Mm-hmm. Man, I liked that. Yeah. Well, so they go back to her place, they're, they're starting to get down, and then uh, there's a knock on her door, she answers it, and... It's a fucking uh, stab! Stabbed! stabbed. 
and then uh, fade to black with her kind of like crawling down the hallway, bleeding well, out. And well, and Malcolm's here. Elite, yeah, Malcolm's calling, oh, yeah, calling yeah. 911, which is great. Uh, but I am concerned because it looked like he stabbed her in the lower side abdomen, but there was so much blood. He nicked an artery. <sighs> Gotta, but he like... He had to have something attached to a kidney. Either what? that or there was something on the blade. Maybe. Like a poison. It was pre-blooded. It brought its own blood. Ooh, smear around. Uh, I mean, like a coagulant. Yeah. Anti-coagulant. Anti-coagulant. That'd be a dick move. And that was Jessica Jones. Yeah. Liked it a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm digging it. Mm-hmm. Into it. see more. So do you want to tell us about this Eric guy? Nah. No. We'll find out. I mean, we could just, we could Google oh, it. Well, he, he's probably going to be Mindwave. So we're getting back to another, like, mind whammy jammy person. What? Hooray! No! I hate it. <sighs> Poor Jess. That's so gross. Yeah. Hooray! Well, at least she's, you know, good at it. Finding it off. I suppose that's true. Also, nobody's going to be as intimidating as David Tennant, so this guy's fighting a losing battle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Can we do an episode of Punisher, please? Yeah, I'm done. Because it's like one shield, one Swamp Thing, one Jessica, one Punisher. Yeah. Wait, wait. Something else is back. Krypton! Krypton's and back. And one Krypton. Oh, jeez. Well, let's just toss in a Daredevil, too, then. No, I don't want to watch Daredevil. <laughs> oh, we don't want to watch Actually, Daredevil. Actually, season three was really good. Well, um, oh, Kingpin's back for season three. Yeah, which, that's very appealing. Do you want to do Daredevil? No, it's too much. No, it's too much. We, so, we can, we'll just, we'll keep that in the back. Yeah, we'll, we'll have that in our nature's pocket. It can, a lot later. No, I was going <laughs> to keep it in the back room next to the plungers on the toilet brushes. Yeah! I hear you should put those at the front of the store, though. It drives, <laughs> no! It drives foot traffic. No. Incorrect! It's incorrect! <laughs> My boyfriend's shoes... Incorrect. incorrect oh my boyfriend doesn't like my shoes i guess i could just lose the shoes so that is our show uh <laughs> tune in for our shit's creek podcast Creed, yeah, go go watch shit's creek do yourself a favor it is a delight and we will see you next week for many more superhero things so catch us outside at uh bampoundtv.com <laughs> or no every time you laugh at that he does it again TV. facebook at bampound tv instagram at bampound tv twitter's at bampound tv gmail at Bampow TV and your great listeners. So we'll see you next time. Same Aww. bad time, same pow channel. Bam pow! <laughs>